guilt. Nope. Where this is not wow. guilty pleasure. <laughs> this is confidently and secure the podcast where we're absolutely, absolutely sure, sure we, we don't, don't know, know everything. everything. I'm your host, Zach Nui Towers. And I'm Kelsey Dara. And this, wow, you're it's early. This is one of the earliest we've recorded a podcast. Wait, I thought you were a morning person. I am, but I am a like I'm a routine morning person, so because I had to do this, I didn't do any of my routine. Oh, you didn't just get up earlier? No, I got up at 7, okay. and I, normally I would go do a yoga class. I would, like, be energized. I would have showered. Yeah. I, I just kind of, like, lazied around and, like, fed the hippo. Okay. Food. Like, I haven't even finished my cup of coffee. So 7 to 9, what ha- What Hillary Rodham Clinton, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can you believe trump got arrested yesterday yeah, i mean this isn't coming out for two weeks so i'm sure something more will yeah happen, but, but we're i'm rolling around it, it like a pig and shit my favorite clip from yesterday was the one where no one holds the door for him <laughs> have you seen that no i haven't like he's so used to people opening doors for him and he's and like he like is in front of him is two cops, like two like white bald cops where you're like, oh, they probably voted for him. Yeah. And they like open the door like a saloon door. <laughs> they just like grab onto their belts like they're just making their way through town. And Trump's like standing at, behind them at the door. Wow. Like waiting for them to hold it. And they don't. So he like takes a quick step forward and like pushes the door open with his elbow. That is juicy. So maybe they didn't vote for him. Maybe they didn't. Or maybe they were like, this is my time. Or like they didn't know he was behind him. That's not the point. The point is, is we're ro- rolling around in it. Like, oh, my God. It's so. It's in our time. This is the thing, too. Even if it like nothing happens from it. That was enough. For yeah. Me. He like got indicted. That's that's hot. Um, you also leave for Europe today. Again, this will be two weeks release, so you're probably already back. I'm but probably yeah, you getting back. You had the back. best time. Your I, show crush. They want you to come back. Yes. They want you to come do a live podcast with us. Europe as a whole was like, come back. Oh, my God. You are rejuvenated. You are energized. You're so creative. I'm not affected by... Um, I almost called it flight exchange. <laughs> what um, time? Jet lag. Wow. <laughs> I will say coming back is usually harder than going there. I forget. Are they ahead of us? Yes. They are. Yes. Okay. And it's like eight hours. Okay. Yes. But I think I did this so well because my flight leaves at 6 p.m. You know, weeks ago. And (laughs) it gets there at like noon tomorrow. Okay. So like hopefully I will OD on melatonin. And you'll sleep the whole And sleep the whole flight. Ten hours. I've never been on a plane that long. It's fun. I mean, it's not fun. I have plane anxiety. But I prep for it and I sleep like a baby. Okay. So I figured out how to do it. Damn. Why don't you pull a card? We've been doing this now for two weeks. <laughs> All both weeks. <laughs> All weeks. Oh, wait. Uh, I didn't tap and shake. Oh, my God. How dare I? Tap and what shake. What is it? No, it's it's knock. knock and tap. Okay. This is basically you're like putting your energy into it. What if you Oh, okay. Um, a note from your higher self. Depend on thy motherfucking self. <laughs> You are the baddest bitch you know, so why do you keep second-guessing yourself? Turn down the inner critic. Turn up your inner queen. Stop doubting yourself. Start doing the damn thing. This is so interesting because I've been doing this for a while, so this means less to me. 
I mean, we're also pull that, pulling them for a confidants. These are like group. Oh, I mean, God, I'm so sorry. That but was very. No, it, it can. That was egotistical of me. Okay. Depend on thy fucking self. Yes. Okay. So what does that look like in like an obscure way? I don't know. Um, uh, It is. It's a good reminder. Oh, my God. Like make sure hold your own doors open hold your own fucking doors open. don't expect people and when they do it's a pleasant surprise yeah and say thank you okay put it back i what if you pull it that'll be that that's cool i like it when that happens because it means it's like it's really it's really important yeah depend on thy fucking self oh okay so confidence this is for you and me jomo celebrate the joy of missing out feel content oh my God. with staying in and disconnecting as a form of self-love nothing that's meant for you will miss you i've never heard jomo before Have i kind of like it i mean i i i practice jomo all the time same but in this context i had a narnar i still have a narnar sinus infection but yesterday i had to go at 8 a.m., get two shots on my ass. I got promethazine. That's what I'm taking from this is it's like stay home and get fucked up on a little bit of promethazine. Yeah. Yeah. Shots, shots, yeah. shots, shots, shots. I'm not shot, going shot, out. Shots. I'm not doing anything. I'm healing <laughs> in a way, in a different kind of way than what we're normally used to. Um, that was fun. Should we do? Oh, wait. It's also Easter today when it comes e- out. Wait. Oh, Easter Monday? Yeah. I always forget that it's a Monday thing. I thought it was Easter it's Sunday. Sunday. Or, okay, but we so take wait. off Monday, I think. We decided the Christians wait, were like, have really? a Really? Yeah. I don't think that's true. Okay. It said Happy Easter <laughs> on the day that I checked what I podcast. Wait, can you remember Can you remember being off school on no, the I, Monday after I Easter? Feel, don't Google it. I feel like this is a new thing. Because <gasps> like he rose from the dead on Sunday and they were like, well, we don't get to really take off Sunday. Anything. So let's wants to push it. To okay, Monday. listen. I will join the Christian agenda for days off. Mm. If they want to, if they want to add some days off, wow! I'll selectively join for that cause. See, I work twice as hard and I masturbate too that day, <laughs> just to get rid of the shame of religion. Having um, killed uh, Jesus Christo, yeah. Have you? Do you rose. have any fun Easter stories? I mean, my Easter's were IHOP. <laughs> and then oh, that is a very Eastery thing. I can't explain why, and I'll be taking no further questions on that. <laughs> and then an Easter egg hunt at my parent, my my home, and then at my nana's house. Double egg hunt. Double egg hunt. But we're also kind of poor, so probably just half of your regular egg <laughs> what hunt. What was in your eggs? Um, it was like it ranged from like candy uh-huh. to quarters nice. to some had like dollar bills. <gasps> I and as a kid, you know, a dollar bill is oh like God, everything. See, we I, it was without fail. We go to church, then we go to Easter brunch at the country club. They would usually <laughs> have some sort of petting zoo or egg hunt there. Yeah, and then it's it was Fabergé eggs. Yeah, it was like don't crack these. <laughs> Um, then we'd go home and do like a neighborhood Easter egg hunt, but because there were so many kids, it was a lot of eggs. Sure. And it was like a free for all, but of course there was a golden egg and that had like a hundred dollars. What? It. But it was like the neighborhood kids. We all put it like the parents. I'm sure I'll put in like 20 bucks or something. Did it turn into like battle Royale? Oh, yeah, Like everyone cried all the time. Every <gasps> year Cause it's kids. But I didn't realize that like kids got Easter baskets. I never had an Easter basket what? growing up. How'd you carry your eggs? In no, your like shirt? a physical basket. But I mean like 
kids growing up got Easter baskets that like you'd wake up and it would be like Christmas. Oh, we had that. Yes, we had that. So I did not. And my mother, I came home one day from my Jewish friend's house who got an Easter basket. And I had slept over and I went, hey, mom, what's this whole Easter basket thing? And she's like, oh, yeah, we never did those, I guess. And I was like, interesting. I think I'm owed one big ass basket. And then she felt bad. And then so she started sending me Easter, Easter baskets as an adult that were like, Nice, like designer bags, like Tory Burch. Whoa, with a bunch of grass in them. Yeah, and now I feel like maybe I'll get one. I don't know, mom. If you didn't send me one today, does mom listen to this? No, absolutely not. No time. Does your mom? I think she does. Oh my god! Hi, mom. Hi, mom. I wish I was drinking out of the mug she made me. Oh. Um. Before we get into our topic of the day. I'd love to do a DNF question because we haven't done a dating no filter in a Oh moment. my God, yeah. And we have to, 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 and we have to, to, me. Ooh, good harmony on that. It happens. Okay, so this is a dating no filter question from Anonymous. They say, hello. Were you going to say something? Anonymous is always so hot. And it is a hot question. Okay. I skimmed it. Let's go. They say, hello, love, love, love the podcast. You're the only reason, you're the only ones really talking about sex, but let's get to it. Here's my problem. I am a cis woman and am ethically non-monogamous slash poly and currently dating three guys. Fuck yeah. While also having sex with strangers, men and women, cis and not, at swingers and BDSM parties. Is this from you? <laughs> <laughs> they say they say they're 34. Otherwise, I would have been like, this is This is you, me. yeah. Um, my mom only knows about two of the guys, but she thinks one is just a good friend. Oh, he's a good friend. My mom got pregnant at 16 with my brother and growing up, my mom was approved because of it, practically beating it into her two daughters not to have sex outside of marriage. I'm 34 years old and my mom wishes I were a virgin. So how can I open up to her? She constantly asks questions and wants to meet my quote boyfriend quote. I hate lying to her. I have invented so many stories and lies to protect her from this side of my life. I know my mom will love me no matter what, but she just does not get this lifestyle. Thoughts? Also, have either of you... <laughs> what? I didn't see this part of the question. <laughs> have either... I cannot wait. My answer is probably yes. <laughs> I did not read this part. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It better be so fucking funny. <laughs> also... <laughs> Oh my it's god. The last sentence. Um also have either of you two fisted? I considered a point of pride that I once fisted a guy up to my shoulder. I felt like a god holding the guy's heartbeat in my hand. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. That was not what I expected. It did fisted take a someone up to the shoulder? Oh, up to maybe but it could be a petite cis woman. But oh my god! That is, see, I don't. Fisting is like that doesn't seem pleasant. Fisting, whenever I see fisting like pop up on Twitter or whatever, it's like a car accident. I can't look away, but I'm definitely not like aroused. No, I I feel concerned. I know it's like everyone does. People do it safely, and there's like a skill and an art to, and a science to it. But I'm just like, where's where Where'd I go? I get squirmy when a five inch penis is inside yeah. of me. If a if 
a, even a small arm. Oh my God. Up to there. I just can't see that. Like, where does it truly, where does it go? I mean, they go to a BDSM party. So it sounds like they're, they're getting into some like, um, professional shit. Sure, sure, sure. And they have like, they have like, like, uh, medical grade mm-hmm. like lubricants that mm-hmm. look like gooey gooey like petroleum yeah, 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 jelly yeah. i watch fisting porn on for like women being fisted which uh-huh. i think is so fun and like i don't know tabooish so i'm kind of like turned on by that i've tried with my old partner to just like see if we could even do it wasn't happening getting his fist in you yeah absolutely not um i think i maybe got like four fingers like scrunched up That's into a ball. interesting. You feel like the type who could squat over a Nalgene bottle. It's a what? <laughs> like a Nalgene. Like What's a, a Nalgene? They're a really good... You know what a Nalgene bottle is. I don't know what word you're even saying. N-A-L-G-E-N-E. Nalgene. A Nalgene. Yeah, a Nalgene bottle. I have no idea what that is. That's really embarrassing for you. Okay. Well, what should we do for this person? <laughs> like to come out to their mother i understand that that must be really hard to not have your mom know like your entire world in life especially if she's going to be like anti and not not anti but just not about it i also don't think that part of your life like the details of like swinging and like bdsm clubs and sex parties is something that most people share with their parents. totally yeah like I do because I talk about it publicly and like my mom is liberal like that. My dad and I never, nope, never would never broach that subject. I'm sure he'd probably giggle and be like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm, I have no desire to talk to my dad about it and he's expressed really no desire Mm -hmm. to ask me about it. And that's fine. That's his like Catholic upbringing too, being like shameful around sex. My mom, I think has the bandwidth to hear it and she hear. I mean, I had the sex podcast for a long time where we talked intimately about sex. And, um, oh, you should actually check that out. Good Morning Sodomites. There's a bunch of episodes up. But um, I would say if she keeps, it sounds like she wants to be involved. To a degree of like meeting her boyfriends. Yeah. And she's, no, but she knows of two guys, but she just thinks one One is a good good friend. friend, Which that's an okay, Barry. That's a good soft place to start, right? Yeah. I just think you should like introduce things like, bite size like i am dating two people I'm at da- once yeah like what do you, you think about that both my boyfriends it's easier for someone like her to wrap their mind and if your mom is that age like she lived through free love she lived through you know studio 54 even if she was prude she knew about it she knew that like free loved hippie loved existed also you are not 16 no you're 34 you're an adult so like honestly don't let any of this like ruin your like day you know what i mean like you're yeah. my, like don't i i know it sounds so easy don't worry about this if you are mm-hmm. that's my yeah ultimate i would advice. Say start with the boyfriends and just say that these are people you're dating and you'd love for them to meet and like explain to her in detail like do they know about each other is it okay for her to ask questions like take her out to brunch go do a favorite activity where you guys can like talk openly alone like maybe a picnic because sometimes when you go to restaurants to like tell people things people always be interrupting and then oh, like food yeah. comes and stuff maybe go sit have a picnic go like somewhere where you can chat freely and not embarrassed about it and like just start with the boyfriends and like ask her if she doesn't want to know she'll she'll communicate that and then you'll take that information as it is but again like you are 34 and you're not obligated to tell her really anything. It's that she hates, she said she hates lying to her. Yeah. And I get that. It's just like the other part of this is like, 
you can only do so much. Your mom has to be willing to do her research Your mom to has like to be an adult too. Yeah, to like look things up and like and like I don't know. She has to meet you halfway. It's not like you're telling a child this. It's yeah. not like you're having to explain polyamory to a child. Right. It's like sometimes it's like she's an adult. And it's like her trauma, um, I'll call her sixteen year old what she it sounds like she calls her trauma um is not anyone else's like responsibility yes and it sounds like she already put you guys through that of like taking on her trauma growing up so it's time you put your trauma on her a little bit that's my advice yeah (laughs) traumatize her in a fresh way yeah in like a real young youthful millennial liberal (laughs) way as we're all doing to our parents loving watching trump get arrested Mm. zachary what are you excited to talk about today's are we not doing tiktok taught me oh shit you're right i skipped mine's like mine's i haven't done this yet but i'm very intrigued because i just rediscovered cottage cheese and um i'm we're having a moment we're having like a little okay a little tryst a little like that is dairy I know, but it's a lot of protein. Okay. It's also an amazing sour cream substitute. Which is also a dairy. Yeah, but sour cream is much less nutrient rich. Okay. So it really has been hitting that spot when I want like that sour creamy thing. Mm-hmm. I get a little small curd on my plate. And what do you do with it? Um, well, I've put it on top of like, I'll make like kind of like, like, Mexican inspired breakfast where it's like a salsa and a hot sauce and a cheese and an avocado egg. And then I'll put the dollop of that on. Ah, And it's like, but also TikTok says you can blend cottage cheese, Mm. banana, and a little bit of like maple syrup. What? It turns into like a a creamy pour, you know, Uh and then you freeze it and it's like the exact texture of ice cream. Oh, yes. I made a BuzzFeed video about this. You can also make banana pancakes with that liquid. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Because there are great pancakes that have ricotta Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that feels cottage cheese. Yeah. It even has the word cot. Yeah. From the Latin contagious from the cow <laughs> um that's a good one yeah i'm gonna try it when i get back when well, i'm back from europe now so i'll i'll Even try if it you just blend bl- bananas and put them no in wait i can't shake awesome. my leg but you can shake yours no i was doing it really lightly but i noticed the boink boink um, okay the screen okay i'll, I'll stop mm-hmm. it's hard isn't it yeah i know we I both my, twitch our legs we both and probably digesting our breakfast i learned that that's also a thing you do when you're digesting food people with um high metabolisms twitch good and it's also restless leg syndrome okay I, I have that i have to do it to fall asleep what do our legs have to be stressed about now i know what you're thinking kelsey when did you become obsessed with cowboy boots well did you forget that i was raised in florida are you forgetting i'm a little country girl by heart i even wore my tacovas recently when i went on a ski trip with my family to colorado i wore my white tacovas when i went to the taylor swift concert and if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon uh might i remind you that beyonce just dropped her little country album and you're gonna need some tacovas tacovas is my favorite boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to hair 
heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacova's is Western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. I mean, my, I've had three knee surgeries. Okay, well, what <laughs> mine are just bitching to bitch. My feet are tiny compared to my body. Okay, my tick-tick-tick-tick-tick-tock to me is, you're going to like this one. I'm so excited. And I wish I had remembered who it was from so I could give them credit, but it was an older white gentleman Walking through the forest and he said, this is how I want you to live manifesting money. And this for some reason hit so much easier than all the other like money manifestation things. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's so visual. That's literally how it happens though. Someone will say something the way you need to hear it. Yes. I totally was like, ah, this. Okay. So it's like someone decided to give you a million dollars. They write it in a check. You go deposit it in your bank and your bank is like, wow, this is a million dollars. So it is going to take us just a couple days to get it to show up in your account. We have to like verify it, make sure everything's Gucci. Yeah. But you're getting your million dollars in a few days. Knowing that you have a million dollars coming into your bank account, you're going to be walking around like as a different person. Uh And it's 100% guaranteed that million is hitting your bank in a few days. That feeling of confidence that you are walking around ready for that to hit your bank is how you manifest money. And I was just like, God damn, for some reason that That one really hit you really made me go like, oh, my God, act like it's about the check is about to drop. I um I like that. Yeah, right? It's like it I relate that to and it's how I access manifesting feelings too. That feeling of like you when you get a call from your people or whatever and they say you booked the thing mm-hmm. and the thing hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. but you booked it. Mm-hmm. I can feel that right now. Like I can oh feel that God. like elevated like Yes. Oh, like yes, yes, like let's go. And I just like, oh, I can feel that anytime I want to feel it. Tapping into it. And like, I would say even a step further with your million dollar thing, like for me, it's like, oh, I know I have more than enough money in the bank. Yes. For like, live. yeah, right yeah. now. So like, I don't feel bad getting the Starbucks. I yeah. Don't feel so bad like, having the pasta. Yes. And it, it yeah. took me so long to get to this place. Yeah. But I will say combining with thinking like, oh, I'm taken care of. Like, I'm good. Like, I have enough. Like, it's just perpetuating the everything else. Yeah. Okay, so today's topic is about Enneagrams. Like I said, we promised that we were going to do this a couple weeks ago. We deliver on our promise. A Lannister always pays its debt. Zachary, what do you know about Enneagrams? Well, now I feel like I have a little bit of an insider scoop because you gave me the test. Yes. Okay, so first we're going to go over the history. Okay, this is like INFJ though. And NJ and NC. Yes, but I've learned that this has a little bit more science behind it. Uh, Maybe. 
Um, okay. So it's a personality typing system that's been around for decades, but it's really gained popularity in recent years as a tool for self-awareness and personal growth. We love that for us. We love that. So what exactly is an Enneagram? Well, it's based on the idea that each of us has a dominant personality type that shapes our worldview and influences our behavior. This personality type is thought to be particularly influenced by our genetics as well as our early childhood experiences and cultural conditioning. The Enneagram system contains of nine different personality types, each with its own unique set of core motivations, fears, and defense mechanisms. These types are often referred to by numbers and can be identified through a series of questions designed to measure different aspects of a person's personality and behavior. Now, you might be wondering, how is an Enneagram related to your birth? Well, the Enneagram suggests that we are born with a dominant personality types that shapes us from who we are at an early age. This may also be influenced by a combination of genetics, childhood experiences, cultural conditioning, sure. but ultimately it's fundamentally just a part of who we are. Uh, the Enneagram theory suggests that our Enneatype is partially shaped by genetics, meaning that certain traits or tendencies that influence our personality may be inherited from our parents or ancestors. For example, some research has shown that certain genes may be associated with specific personality traits, such as openness or neuroticism. However, it is important to note that genetics is only one factor in the development of our personality and enneotype. Environmental factors, such as our upbringing, cultural life experiences, also play a significant role. So it may provide a foundation for certain aspects of our personality and uh, also shape and influence our behavior and thinking patterns. So it's not determined solely by our genetics, right. but I thought it was interesting it's that we have like, yeah, we could have a predisposition to certain types of personality traits in our genetics based on like who our people are. Sure. Like were your people stressed out? Were they othered? Were they... Viking warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the origins of an Enneagram are not entirely clear, um, but we know for the modern Enneagram system, they was largely developed and popularized by two individuals, which I thought this, these names are just so fun to say. Lewis and Clark. Close. Oscar Ichazo and Claudio Naranjo. Oh. Right? Naranja is orange. Well, this is Naranjo masculine orange uh oscar was a bolivian philosopher and spiritual teacher uh he combined elements of various spiritual traditions include including sufism which i i don't know what that is kabbalah and buddhism okay. with its own psychological insights uh naranjo was a chilean born psychiatrist and a student of ichazos uh and he helped to popularize this in the u.s in the 70s and 80s um so let's dive into the questions. Let's do it. They are designed to help you identify your dominant Enneagram type based on your core motivations, fears, and defense mechanisms, which I love because that's just also like we talk about our love language or like our fighting style. This is just another way to be like, oh, yeah, this is, this is who I am. better understanding of myself and others. Okay. So some uh, example questions might include... Uh, and we both took the test this morning just to like double check 
ours. It was one of those websites where it has like lots of ads. I gave you the short one. Stop farting in your sleep. (laughs) And you're like, what? I took the more official pretty one that was a lot longer than yours. Wow. I just needed you to do it while we were sitting here. You gave me the fucking spirit airlines of the test. I did. I fully did. I, I, I accept that. Um, so some of the question examples are things like when faced with a challenge, do you tend to take charge and lead or step back and analyze? What do you say? Um, it's interesting, though, because a lot of these questions I used to do one and now I do the other. Huh. See, in my brain, I would be like, well, with faced with a challenge of something that I don't know about. I'd either way, I'd probably still take a lead. Yeah. I'd fall. You, you definitely would take. What would lead. you do? Um. I would nowadays I would take charge and lead. Um, do you feel most comfortable in a structured environment with clear rules and guidelines or in a more open and flexible environment? Structured. Same. I like knowing what I need to do and uh-huh. then like having flexibility to do it. But the thing is, I hate these because the second one sounds more appealing where it's yeah. like you have like room to like. But no, that doesn't sound appealing to so many people. Like, I guess. So many people but the artist like, in me is like. Yeah, don't I don't want a nine to five, which is what the first part. The first question feels like a nine to five person's answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, structure. Tell the boss tells me what to do when I do it. No, but think about our lives. We have we have so much self-imposed structure. Okay, that's fair. Um, Are you more comfortable focusing on the present moment or planning and preparing for the future? Present. So I am more I would have to agree. I'm trying to be more focusing on the present, but I also would like this one would be a hard one for me because I, it, it, you also answer like usually in a scale, not just hard yes or no. Sometimes mm, some are yes mine or Mine no. were hard yes or no. Yeah, I gave you the Thanks, Kelsey. I gave you the spirit airlines of them all. Um, So questions like that. So you go through some have like quick ones. Some you can take like 20 minute ones that have like hundreds of questions. Um, But what you'll pop up with at the end is like a diagram showing which number you are. Uh, so there are nine Enneagram types and what do they mean? Here's a brief overview. Type one is the reformer, which is principled, <laughs> responsible, and perfectionistic. Is that you? No. I, I'd like for you to guess though. Okay. Yeah. After I hear them all. Yes. Okay. Number two, I mean, you can, yeah, is the helper, which is generous, empathetic, and self-sacrificing. Hmm. Type three is the achiever success-oriented, ambitious, and image-conscious. <laughs> type, type four, the individualist, which is introspective, expressive, and emotionally sensitive. Type five, the investigator, which is analytical, observant, and private. Type six, the loyalist, committed, reliable, and anxious. Type seven, the enthusiast, which is spontaneous, adventurous, and pleasure-seeking. Type 8, the challenger, which is confident, assertive, and protective. And type 9, the peacemaker, which is easygoing, accommodating, and conflict-averse. 
You are either three, six, or seven. I'm three, the achiever. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Success oriented, ambitious, and image conscious. Image conscious. That's the one that li- that's literally, I was like, Me. those three are you. Yes. And but you, look at six. Six is the loyalist, which was, it made me laugh, which is committed, reliable, and anxious. Yes. Anxious. <laughs> that's what I was like, yeah, she's probably that. Um, And you got. I already told you, so don't pretend to guess. The eight, which is the challenger, which is confident, assertive, and protective. Which yeah. Like, those all sound nice. Yeah, they do. Um, I do think I'm confident and I do I am kind of assertive like when yeah, I know are. when I want something I'm oh, like very yeah. clear about it and protective is an interesting word yeah I mean the thing is like I the people that I do go to bat for I go to bat for yeah, it's more like loyal is how <laughs> yeah, I yeah 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 um fun fact famous eights Chelsea Handler oh my god Donald Trump stop <laughs> That was evil. Wait, do yours now. Okay, I hope it. I, I, I hope I it was like Margot Robbie and Hitler. Oh, I love Margot Robbie. Type three. Any. Type I even, how do you spell any enneagram? Ooh, Oprah Winfrey, Tony, Tony Robbins, Robbins, Taylor oh. Swift, Gaga, Beyonce, wait, Meghan wait, Markle, wait. Tom Cruise. How did they get these answers though? They probably had them take it. Uh, for yours, you have Kamala Harris, Martin Luther King, Clint Eastwood, Ugh, Serena, Serena Williams, Williams. Hmm, Winston Churchill, Barbara oh. Walters, Ernest Hemingway, oh. Queen Latifah. Wow. Um. So again, like these are just fun ways of understanding yourself because I think like it's more interesting for me. Like I feel like I know thyself to be true. It's more interesting for me to understand other people. Because, like, for me, I know you are very loyal mm-hmm. and protective. So when something happens, I, I know how to approach you about a subject matter in a way that it's like, oh, I'm understanding where this person is coming from. Sure. So maybe I can use my approach and shift it in a way that, like, more fits your pattern. That's very – that's, like, um, that's like deep-level introspection where you're, like, yeah. can, you're – conflating my ways of dealing with things and yours oh, to see yeah. what the, a lot of people don't even know how they deal with things Baby, B if I didn't say that that was probably the biggest growth that I had in couples therapy being with Jared for five oh, like years how did if I was that in yes. couples therapy yeah oh my god learning that he's a retreater I am like a sit and figure it out right now get all your emotions out big emotions would scare him so it was way and he would always be like I don't know what to do I don't know what to say I'm like just say it and he's like I can't and I I could not understand how you can't just say something right how you feel and he couldn't understand how I could just do that because you're a spewer and he's a stewer exactly and so stewers suck (laughs) they're often they're gonna say they're awful (laughs) they're they're often very logical people like don't Go to their side. They, I'm, Don't start sucking their dicks this on this I'm pod. Saying. And I'm actually surprised because you're a Libra. So what are your other two? What do you mean? Your uh, your big three of the Astrology. signs. Sag, Sag. Okay. I, yeah, that's surprising that you're actually not a steward. No. Maybe I used to be, hmm. but like I these days, if something is not, if something's under my skin, it's being removed immediately. No, because the hardest questions for me to answer were about conflict. And you seem to be 
no problem with conflict. No, no. And maybe even you perceive something as not a conflict and I'm like no that would be a conflict oh yeah sure like, I'm like no, no just tell them talking yeah yeah just tell them you don't want to do that oh my god and like that's a superpower that I think that would that I would love to learn how to be better at so do you think you're honest all the time yes almost to a point where like I create more <laughs> emotional space for people than I should oh like sometimes I think about people and I'm I become a little jealous of people who are on the spectrum with being able to filter out emotion yeah like they just say like I think about meetings if they were like if someone was like oh my gosh I had the craziest morning and like blah 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 blah, blah and I go in and I'm like let me validate you oh my god that must have been so tough but like how do we pivot now and talk about the thing we came here to talk yeah. about and some people are just like Great. So the meeting is. Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I could do that. Um, yeah, I guess I split the difference because I do want to like have a human experience and like talk to people yeah. and like. But like also, yeah, it's like, what what are we doing? Like, what's <laughs> what's the purpose? Yeah. Like, are we going to get what we set out to do accomplished? Because yeah. I don't like I don't like the dancing around in no. the gray. No. Um, the other fun thing about Enneagrams <laughs> is that like your tests can sometimes say like you're an eight leaning and then you're either leaning seven or nine. Okay. So like seven would be the enthusiast or the peacemaker. And I would say you're probably type eight leaning seven. The enthusiast. Spontaneous, adventurous and pleasure seeking. Definitely. Or you could be the peacemaker. Easy going, accommodating. See, this is also where I start to lean into all of it being kind of bullshit because it's just like the signs. Yeah. Honestly, you'd be a psycho to not see some of all of the signs in you. Oh, no, but you do have all the signs in you. It's just like in waves and in cycles and in your chart. Okay. I think. <laughs> um, I think I'd be three leaning four, the individualist, introspective, expressive, and emotionally sensitive rather than generous, empathetic, and self-sacrificing. Because here's another thing. Hmm. That thing, the one that I thought you were because of anxious. Yes. Anxious used to be a defining trait of mine. Mm -hmm. And then I did therapy and got medicated and it's no longer a defining trait of mine. So you could, that's why I wanted to retake the test this morning to see if I had changed. But I've always been three. So it is okay. Like. Yeah, it's not stuck who you are. Oh no, it's just I think who you are kind of now. Exactly. And again, it's not. It's just a tool. If you don't believe in it, fine. Oh oh oh. Fine. Zach. Listen, listen, listen. If you don't listen, like it, you don't have to do it. I <laughs> I love making Kelsey cry. That's yeah. the first thing I was gonna say. No, but any sort of like introspection or inventory taking, I'm so here for. It is not time wasted if you are spending it asking questions about why you behave the way you mm, behave. Mm, mm. So I love it for that. I don't want someone to be like, sorry, I'm a challenger. Like I don't <laughs> think I don't want it to ever be a tool that you use to beat me over the head with. No. Or as like a super strong defense mechanism. Like, well, yeah, there's well, nothing I can do about it. I'm, I'm a, a Gemini. Yeah. yeah. So I don't accept that. Okay. But I love, Fair. you're right. I love a everything else about tool. it. Yeah. Well, that's the pod, Zach. Oh, my God. that Was that long enough? Yeah. It flew by. It always does when we're hanging. It does. And I know sometimes Kelsey and I don't talk the first, like, yeah, 10, 10 minutes, minutes we're hanging out because, like, and you did such a big favor for me yesterday as a friend. You not only moved the podcast to today to let me 
snot out of my nose. Well, you're sick. I was sick. And you did Guilty Pleasures for me, which should be out in, I think, the same day as this. Oh, really? We did Dungeons and Dragons. Well, you did Dungeons, I did Dungeons and, Dragons. and Dragons. Was it fun? It was really fun. Was we all three of us were tired. But then we did like a little like wake up exercise, yeah. which is cute. And Garrick and Zach are really, truly two of the nicest, funniest. And yeah. Miles is so funny. Miles I can't believe Miles isn't just like an on mic part of the pod. He has podcast that's very popular. Okay. Perfect person. Yeah. But he chimed we in a little it. bit. I know. No, oh. I'm saying uh, in Guilty Pleasures because <laughs> oh, he's oh, sitting oh, right oh. there he's like laughing the and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh, he is. Yeah. He's okay. like the main character. Um, but yeah, everyone there, it, it really is such good vibes at the Try Guys. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. You're such a good pal. Totally. Happy and oh to. my gosh, you guys have a happy Easter. Yeah. Eat an egg. Eat a chocolate egg. Eat a deviled egg. Eat your pussy eggs. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> eat whatever egg you want. Oh, I love deviled eggs. Oof, God, bitch, you make the best. <gasps> Yo, wasabi deviled eggs. It's wasabi mayo, a little bit of like soy, a little bit of rice vinegar, maybe a little salt and pepper. And then you blend that up with the obviously the egg yolks. And then you put a little piece of pickled ginger at the bottom of the egg. It tasted like Asian fusion. Yes. And my ex-boyfriend probably liked your deviled eggs more than he liked you. I believe that. He would... I fully Inhale believe that. Them. And I didn't he like not like deviled eggs? Yeah. That's I am so talented. You changed his life forever. I changed his life forever. Um, confidants, that's it for this week. Hey, go buy a sticky. Oh yeah, get a confident bottom sticker. They're not out yet, but we're But gonna, they're coming. They will be. It's, within <laughs> two weeks I'll have posted it. Woo. Um don't forget to rate this five star Zach. And if you're not gonna rate it five stars, just don't fucking rate it at all. Because Why? We're sensitive. That's right. Have a happy Easter pot, confidants. We'll see you next week. Ta-da. Ta-da.